Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome, my friends, to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Silouan here coming to you from Seattle, the land where you better have your papers. Now, why do I say that? I was looking for an interesting place to go eat dinner one of the nights that I'm here. And one of the restaurants that I zeroed in on made it clear, do not come to our establishment unless you were prepared to show us your papers. Now, I don't know about you, I don't really trust people that want to see my papers. And sadly, there's some good reasons that many people in this world do not trust us. Do not trust the government that would like to see your papers. And why is that? What's a good reason why? People in third world countries and not quite third world countries might not trust us. Well, for one, we bomb aid workers so our leaders can act tough. Or more specifically, we bomb Muslim-looking dudes getting water for their family so we can act tough. From the New York Times, President Joe Biden murdered an innocent family when the U.S. military conducted a righteous strike on August 29th against a vehicle that American officials thought was an ISIS bomb that posed an imminent threat to thousands of people at the Kabul airport. In a late Friday afternoon report, the New York Times revealed that military officials said they did not know the identity of the car's driver when the drone fired, but deemed him suspicious because how they interpreted his activities that day saying that he possibly visited an ISIS safe house and at one point loaded what they thought could be explosives into the car. Now, of course, it wasn't explosives he loaded into his car. It was water. And why were we so eager to blow up a Muslim? Why? Why do we want to give the command to fire? Well, because due to the incompetence of our military leaders and political leaders, we had gotten a good number of Marines and a corpsman and a soldier blown up. Now, the New York Times reportedly identified the driver as Zamiri Amadi, a longtime worker for a U.S. aid group. The guy we blew up worked for us helping people. The evidence, including extensive interviews with family members, co-workers and witnesses, suggest that his travels that day actually involved transporting colleagues to and from work. An analysis of video feeds showed that what the military may have seen was Mr. Armadi and a colleague loading canisters of water into his trunk to bring home to his family. So when this man was blown up, he was on his way home to bring his family water. And why did we do it? Because our incompetent pull out of Afghanistan got a bunch of Marines, a Navy corpsman, and a soldier blown up. 
And so we had to look tough. We had to act like we were doing something. We had to go after the people that did this to us. We blew up a man bringing water home to his family. While the U.S. military, the New York Times went on, said the drone strike might have killed three civilians, Times reporting showed that it killed ten. So our military, we just can't tell one lie. we got to tell many lies. So not only do we say we killed an ISIS-K member, which is a lie. He was a man who worked for a U.S. aid group that was delivering water to his family. We say that we only killed three civilians when the fact of the matter is we killed ten, including... Seven children in a dense residential block. How easily those in our government lie. They killed seven kids so Joe Biden could look good. And if you don't like the way I said that, don't matter if you're Republican or Democrat, that's a fact. That is a 100% fact. Mr. Arm. Mahdi, the man whom we blew up along with his family, had worked since 2006 as an electrical engineer for Nutrition and Education International, a California-based aid and lobbying group. We blew him up. The morning of the strike, Mr. Amadi's boss called from the office at around 8.45 a.m. and asked him to pick up his laptop. Now, why did we do this? Why did we blow up? That man and his kids, why do we do this? Well, to strike back at ISIS-K, whoever the hell that is, who killed our young Marines, a Navy corpsman and a soldier at the Kabul airport. Although it's becoming pretty clear now that ISIS-K really is just the Taliban. They did not get through without the Taliban knowing. After all the news reports I've read, I really think it was kind of a quid pro quo. It was kind of a, you let us shoot off a bomb and we'll let you leave. Whatever happened, we lied about it. Now, why do I bring all this up? I try so hard to be positive, my friends, but you look at the world and it just wants to make you negative. And why am I bringing this up? Because I want you to be hopeful. And why do I want you to be hopeful? Because I want you to understand that your actions matter. When we are being led by people that will kill seven children to look tough, what do you learn from that? One, you can't trust them. And two, you got to act. Talk is cheap. Enough talking. That's how we got to where we are. No, I don't know how you feel about masks or vaccines or whatever it may be, but however you feel. Act on it. Our local school district, one of the schools, mandated a mask for the kids. Some friends of mine, many other people, didn't like it. Now, we homeschool our kids, so it doesn't really impact us, but it impacts them. And they went out and they did a protest in front of the school, and they yelled at a police officer, which I guess made them feel tough. And they yelled at some teachers, but then they went home and they ended up sending their kids to school, and they did nothing. They didn't act. And I thought to myself, it was really that important. Keep your kids home. Teach them yourself. Make a statement. But see, we don't do that. When we don't act, when we don't stand for what we believe, you lose. Your inaction is a loss. What is it going to take to get you to act? 
Your government does not have your back. They will send your young men and women to die. They will blow up civilians to cover their mistakes. They will tell you whatever you want to hear. And things will keep being done that undermine the very basis of who we are, our individuality, our freedoms, the fact that we are tribal creatures, the fact that we only exist because a man and a woman had sex and had us. And the best thing for those people that are around because a man and a woman had a little sex is a family and faith and community and all those things we talk about. But are we willing to stand up for them? Are we willing to show the same courage and conviction as the people that would do ill against us? Are we willing, are we willing to have the strength of our beliefs to stand up to people that would kill our young to cover up their mistakes? Now, my friend, don't sit there and think, has Siloam gone radical? I'm not gone radical. I'm just looking at what happened and calling it for what it is. Some of our finest young men and women get blown up. Politicians feel like they got to do something. They make a call to their generals. We got to kill somebody. The generals find some Muslim. They blow them up, figuring no one will care. Unfortunately for them, the facts of the man come out, and he's a U.S. aid worker for us, working for us. We kill seven of his kids. And you know what? No one's going to be held accountable. Nobody. Nobody's going to get in any trouble. That's why so many of the people in this world hate us. And it is why, my friends, I beg of you, I implore you, in a world that seems to change every day, in a world that is unrecognizable in many ways, do something. Get up and act. We bombed an aid worker and killed kids. There is little reported on it. There is little said. We don't deserve to aim high. We don't deserve to spread our wings. And we surely cannot keep our eyes on the things that matter. If we can't do something about that, if we can't speak up about it. And then if locally you don't like the way people are educating your children, do something about it. To be honest with you, I am more disgusted by people that think their kids are being led astray and do nothing about it than I am by the people that lead kids, lead kids astray. At least the people leading kids astray think that what they're doing is right. But the people that don't like the direction of schools and what their kids are being taught and how they're being led, and then they just complain and moan about it, but then eventually do nothing. I mean, you're just teaching your children to be losers. You're just teaching your children to give in to those leaders that would sacrifice the best of us in order to save face. So my friends, don't let those Marines, that Navy corpsman, that soldier die in vain. Do not let them be a sacrifice. Do not let the children that we blew up to retaliate 
so some politicians and military leaders can save face, die in vain. Stand up, speak up, take action that matters, that is fundamental. If you don't like how the schools are teaching your children, pull them out or run for school board. But don't just yell, stand on the side of the road and put up a sign and then send your kids right back to where they were. Aim high in your convictions. Spread your wings on what you believe and act. And keep your eyes on the things that matter by not just talking about them, but by acting on them. We need action, my friends. We need people standing tall. We need people calling out the truth and willing to fight those that would sacrifice our young, our young and the young of those who they might look differently than us. They might dress differently than us. They might believe things differently than us, but they love their kids just as much as we do. And maybe if we stand tall, maybe if we speak out, we will deserve and we will find peace. You've been listening to the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green. Silouan Green.